you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, yes. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. You truly deserve it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. Now, if you were here Wednesday night or if you saw the service online, you know that Sister Jamie did quite an amazing good job of bringing the Word of God to us. The Holy Spirit moved. Prayer languages became new. We heard some people echo some new syllables in the prayer language. People that had never done that before. And that's a great thing. We thank that this Wednesday night, Sister Lynette will be here. And uh, she has an on-time word as I spoke to her this, this week. And she is ready. So it seems that God is, is moving and sending some, some people to bring us the word and to be with us and stand with us. But the most important thing we can do is stand strong in our faith. We must stand strong in our faith. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. I mean, we as Christians know, and most of us are used to going into spiritual battles. Our faith is constantly challenged whether we want it to be or whether we don't. Sometimes different forms of temptation are thrown in front of us. And the enemy, the enemy's smart. You gotta remember, he spent a lot of time in heaven. He learned. He's smart. And he knows just where to attack each and every one of you. And we're all different. He may attack you in one way, me in a different way, but he is constantly looking and seeking how to kill and destroy us, for that is his mission. But our mission as children of God and as disciples of Jesus Christ is to stand firm in our faith. The challenges that we face, you know, I mean, you look at the culture in the world today, and there's a, there's a real counter-cultural movement to change things and people in the church they want to meet with the culture but that's not always God's plan that's not the way God has it I mean obviously we want to be accepted in the world but again we have to stand firm in our faith we have to be able to face those challenges and rebuke those challenges and take over I mean God is always with us. Amen. He will never leave us or forsake us. This is what he said. So right now we have to understand that no matter what we face, whether it's in our personal life, our spiritual life, our workplace, our homes, wherever these challenges come up, we have to stand strong in our faith. If you look into the book of Joshua, which I know Sister Rose has been doing some stuff on, but when Moses died, Joshua was summoned by God to lead the people of Israel. And he said to him, Moses, my servant is dead. 
Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. The children of God continued to do that. So it says, every place that the sole of your foot will trend, every place that your foot is going to trend. Or in other words, every place that you're going to step, I'm giving it to you. God is giving you that same victory in your life. Every place that the sole of your foot goes. And then God goes on to explain the territory and the boundaries to Joshua. And he tells Joshua as he sent out those 12 spies, if you remember that story, 10 came back with very, very negative reviews. What did they say? They said, we even saw giants. And they were the descendants of Anak. And next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought, too. They could see the people's self-confidence had lacked. Their faith had been dropped. They were no longer, no longer in that mood. They were no longer had their strength. Their faith had been crumbled. And we can't have that kind of grasshopper mentality. God has called us to an agenda of spiritual victory. He has given us the land. He has told us to move out in our faith. And we as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will be victorious. This is his church. This church belongs to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And our God is the master of the universe. He's in charge of heaven and earth and what is beneath the earth. So we are not the ones who should be in fear and trembling. The victory has already been won for us. Satan was defeated on the cross. Our enemies know that they cannot stand against the power of the Almighty. They're ready to be driven out. They know this is coming. And we step out in faith. We take the land that was promised to us. So we must stand strong in the faith. Jesus encourages his people to stand strong. He encourages them to be steadfast in the trials. I mean, look at the times he rebuked the disciples. When they were sleeping, when he was sleeping in the boat, and they're panicking because the waves are tossing them all over. There were all kinds of situations like that where their faith was lacked. But he says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you should move the mountains. So if you're not moving mountains, Maybe that's because your faith is lacking. Maybe that's because of it. In 1 John 5, verse 4, it says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus Christ 
is the Son of God. Do you believe that this morning? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Amen. Then victory is yours. In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9, the ending part of the verse says, Unless your faith is firm, you cannot stand firm. So what's he saying? He's saying unless your faith is firm and you're strong in your faith, you're not going to be able to stand up against the adversaries that you face. And when your faith is weakened, we become very easy targets. Just like in a war, if the enemy is weak, you see a breakthrough in their lines, you just go for it. You know, when we are struggling with our faith, Satan will whisper words contrary to God's word. And we have to choose to cast down those thoughts. I mean, Satan is always after our mind. He is always after to infiltrate us. Second Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. You've all had this. You know what I'm talking about. You've all had thoughts come into your head that you know are not of God. And how you react to those how you handle those makes a drastic, drastic difference in how you live and how you handle it. Humbling ourselves means that we let God be God. Micromanaging God is never a good thing. Admitting that our limitations and acknowledging God's sovereignty, his infinite wisdom and his power is something we all must do. His omnificence and his omnipotence, his presence, being everywhere and knowing that he is all powerful, he is all there. Every situation, no matter how painful or unfair it may seem, if we choose to be humble, that God says, you know the best. I trust your good plans and purpose. God, I trust your good plans, your purpose for my life, not my own. If we choose to declare what the psalmist wrote in 145, verse 17, he said, the Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. Do you believe the Lord is righteous in everything he does? That he is filled with kindness. It is the Lord. They can't say that about me. They can't say that I'm this and that. No, you don't follow me. You follow God. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, Peter says. Wait, watch out for the great enemy, the devil. He says he roars and prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him. Be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is doing the same thing. And they're having the same kind of attacks. They're everywhere. We are not elite. We are not separated. We're not the only ones that face spiritual warfare. We're not the only ones the devil's trying to destroy. 
He wants to take down everyone. So as soon as we recognize thoughts of fear, thoughts of doubt, thoughts of discouragement or anxiety, or even temptation, and we all face temptation, we have to choose to guard our minds against the deception of the enemy and choose to think God's thoughts instead. Amen. To remember how we started this. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Watch. Stand fast in the faith. Be brave. Be strong. God has given us a spiritual armor to help us stand. And when we feel challenged to our faith, we should remember to suit up. Suit up with the spiritual armor. You have it all. It's all there in Ephesians to each one of you. In Ephesians 6, it tells you exactly what that outfit consists of. But we got to suit up and take our stand. Ephesians 16, 6.13 says, Therefore put on every piece of God's armor, so you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. What stands out to me in that verse and what should stand out to you is after you've done everything. In other words, we have to do our part. We can't just sit home and throw ourselves a pity party and say, okay, God, you take care of this. No, he says, you've got to put on the full armor of God. You're the one that has to be prepared to go to battle. But I'll fight the battle for you. But you be ready. We have to put on the armor. We have to actively choose to protect our minds from wrong thoughts, our hearts from pride, and our gut from lies. Amen. Then we have to take up the shield of faith. We have to be self-controlled. We have to be alert. We have to be on guard. But when we have done our part, God will enable us to stand. Amen. It is of the most importance to stand firm in God as a Christian. God provides strength. He provides wisdom. He provides patience to endure in the face of circumstances, situations that might otherwise create anxiety and fear in you. And we know you have all faced these. Some of you many times over have been in these spiritual battles. You've been in wars. And you know you have to trust in God. You cannot lean on your own understanding. It's just not strong enough. We have the armor of God, which also includes the words of God, the scriptures, the prophecies, the verses in the Bible. We need to meditate on these words day and night. And this helps us to unlock power that you may not really realize you have. There are things going on you may not realize you have. There are strengths that you may not realize and understand you have. But you have the ability to do this. You have the ability to resist the attacks of the devil. 
You have the ability, Jesus said, you have the ability to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out the demons, bring people to Christ. You have all these abilities. And some of you have other gifts that no one else has. But God has spread those out. So our daily practice of awareness is we have to understand God's presence as a guiding key to our ability to overcome what is thrown against us. It is also necessary to know that God is with us. And there's times, you know, when you've got up against the wall. Your back is up against the wall. You're panicking. You're in fear. And you're going, where is God? Where is God? Why isn't he here? Why isn't he taking care of this? But Philippians tells us that above all, you must live as citizens of heaven conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of God, worthy of the good news. Then whether I come and see you again or not, Paul writes, as he wrote this to Philippians, I know that you are standing together in one spirit. This is the way we have to unite ourselves against the enemy, standing in one thing, knowing the strength that we have in God. When my faith walk began several years ago, my favorite verse or my favorite thing was Psalm 40. I loved it. It said, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. He turned to me, he heard my cry. When I was crying out in desperation for his help, I needed him to come. He said, he lifted me out of a pit of despair, and some versions say out of a miry pit of clay. And he set my feet on solid ground, and he steadied my walk. There was no way I would have gotten out of the darkness I was living in without God reaching down and touching me, without God pulling me out of that pit. I mean, it was total desperation. It was either live or die. And God was right there for me. He reached down and he saved each and every one of us in this room. He has placed us all on a rock, on solid ground. But we're the ones that have to walk on that solid ground. Because they say that if you're not walking on solid ground, you're like walking in quicksand. And I've seen enough old movies to know that that's not a very easy thing to walk in. I mean, I've seen plenty of the old Tarzan movies, people are going quicksand all the time. In John 17, 17, it says, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is their truth. John is reaching out. Jesus is saying, Lord, touch them with the truth of God's word. Learn what his word says. Learn how to navigate through the scriptures. Learn 
how to navigate through life using those scriptures. When your faith is challenged, remember you stand on the rock of Jesus Christ. He lifted you up. He gave you that firm place to stand. So no matter what, don't move. And as Brother Chris said this morning, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Dig your heels in and don't let anybody move you off that faith mountain. Stay there, because that's where God wants you. We have to know what we believe, and we have to believe what we believe. Because challenges are going to come. People are going to come up against us. And we have to stand firm in our faith. We've decided to follow Jesus. There's people, there's churches in this world where they follow man. But it's not about man, it's about God. It's about following him. Elijah the prophet in 1 Kings 18 said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal is God, follow him. It's the decision you have to make. You can't live in the world and in the kingdom of God. You can't be citizens of heaven and citizens of the world. It just does not work. If you're going to follow God, follow God. If you're going to follow the world, follow the world. This is what the enemy is constantly going after us. In those cases, that's where we struggle with our faith. How long will you waver between these opinions? I mean, you guys know God is good. You know that God is always taking care of you in those times. So don't let the enemy get into your head and waver you. Stand strong in what you believe. I mean, some of us, our faith goes up and our faith comes down. Our faith goes up and our faith comes down. We've all been on that mountaintop of strong faith. But we've all had times where we've wavered. We've all had times where we have started to trust ourselves more than we trusted God. And that's not what we need to do. We need to trust him in every circumstance. And it may not be what our flesh really wants. Our flesh may desire one thing. And God says, no, I want this for you. And you say, oh, no, that's not the way I want to go. That's not what I want to do, God. And God says, this is what's right for you. I know you better than know, you know you. Because he can tell you, he can sit there and tell you, I knew you while you were still in the womb. You can't answer God on that. What are you going to say? Yeah, I knew you too, God. I, you know, I just made those decisions before I was even born. You can't. God knew you. He created you. He knows what's best for you. It's the enemy that tries to steer you in the wrong directions. It's the enemy that tries to persuade you to do this, to do that, anything that is ungodly. But if we stand firm in God, 
We enjoy unlimited and unconditional protection of God. God will never leave his children. You know that. You, you believe that. In Genesis 28, verse 15, what's more, I am with you. I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to the land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. God is there. And as children of God, we are always on God's side. Psalm 121 says, The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. Amen. That means no matter what you're doing, no matter what time of the day it is, no matter where you are, God sees you. He sees exactly what you're doing. Yep. Now you may lie to your friends, you may lie to your spouse, you may lie to your co-workers, can't lie to God because he's seen you. Isaiah 40, 31 further encourages us by saying those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and never grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. When we wait upon the Lord, when we stand firm in his holiness, we are certain to receive abundant blessings in all of the ramifications of our lives. God will grant us divine breakthrough in every situation we're com confronted with. So what's God saying? What's scripture saying? It's saying that no matter what we face, no matter who we face, no matter what it is, if we stand firm in our faith, God will get us through it. God will be there. Philippians 4.19 And this, the same God who cares of me will supply all your needs in his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Now to all the glory of God, our Father, forever and ever. So what's it saying? God supplies all our needs. Amen. Ephesians 1.3 All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united in Christ. Our salvation, our divine healing, our deliverance, our broken relationships, our family problems, our financial challenges will all be restored in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Is your faith strong enough to believe that? Amen. Is your faith strong enough to face whatever the world throws at you? Whatever Satan comes after you with? Psalm 91, verse 1. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I, 
declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God. I trust in him. Can you say that? Are you resting in the arms of the Almighty? Is God the one that is standing there? You know, when we face these difficult life challenges, loss, personal adversity, difficult relations, relationships, you know, our emotions become overwhelmed. Sometimes we just act and we say things and we do things that we normally wouldn't do because our emotions are just totally out of order. And we may feel sadness, we may feel anger, we may feel frustration and even fear. But it is important to remember that we can overcome these things, all these tribulations by our faith in God. It may not be in our timing, but it's in God's time. God, he seems to know each and every one of you so well. I mean, you look around the room, and you think you know everybody here. But we don't know what's in the inside, what their deepest thoughts are. We don't know what they emotionally are going through. But God does. God knows. And God can sit there and stand there, and he can say from the heavenly realms, I got you. You're my child. I got you. Trust in me. I got you. And that's what we need to remember. 1 Corinthians 15 says, But I thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through the Lord Jesus Christ. That is so true. That is so true. But the key to all this is staying positive, being focused on our goals, being committed to walking through our problems and working through our problems with Jesus. So many times we get an issue come up, a problem comes up, the first thing you know, we're texting somebody, we're calling somebody, we're laying everything we've got online, at least our own opinions of what's going on. God says, no, just get down on your knees and talk to me. Just get down on your knees and talk to me, and I will give you the answer. I will guide you. I will keep you safe. We need to keep standing firm in the faith. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord. We need to set our minds to get the proper understanding and discernment and heavenly wisdom. And discernment is something you all should be praying for. Lord, give me the gift of discernment. Give me that gift so I can understand quicker. And I can recognize things more rapidly than I do now. Before I'm taken into a turmoil, Lord, give me the discernment to know who I'm speaking to. God will no doubt grant us victory over every challenge. God has never failed. 
I've failed. I'm sure some of you have failed. But God has never failed. Psalm 33, 11 says, but the Lord stands. The Lord's plans stand firm. His intentions can never be shaken. God never changes. God never changes. He loves each and every one of you. He died on a cross to make each and every one of you victorious. And he never changes. Let's all stand. Why doesn't everybody come down this morning? Come down to the altar. Just grab hands with one another and we'll close in prayer. Because we are family and we do love one another. You want to sing a song about it? The Lord, we give you all the glory. Honor, Lord. We, we stand strong. We stand strong in the faith, Lord, that you have. Lord, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for this morning for who you are, Lord. As we continue, Lord, to stand firm in our faith, to fight everything the enemy throws at us, Lord. Let nothing defeat us, for we are children of the Almighty God, and God will not be defeated, nor will we. We will be victorious in our personal lives. We will be victorious in our workplace. We will be victorious in our home life. We will be victorious everywhere we go. Because God is with us. And where God is with us, no one can defeat us. Amen. Can you say amen? God is victorious. God is victorious. Hey, Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Remember Wednesday night, Sister Lynette's here. God bless you all. If you need prayer this morning, you can... We'll pray over you. Thank you, Lord. You're dismissed. Yeah, but your love is never done. It's true, right? Yes. Wednesdays, I can also pick you up. I don't The speaker that Pastor says, KC is very good.